0: 17, and now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show.
1: What's up, everybody? Here we are. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz TV After Show for season five, episode 21, Gossip Girl episode 21. Despicable Bee. Ooh. But before we do anything else. Ooh, exactly. That's right, Ronnie. Ooh is right. I am Roxy Stryer here along with Jessica King. Hello, hello. And on behalf of Gossip Girl, here we go. This was a huge episode. I mean, we got a lot to talk about. So how how are you feeling overall right now?
2: So much going on. I have to tell you, I watched this at work today. Don't tell my boss. But I had my little headphones I'm gonna on. I'm going to tell your my, boss. I know. I know. I'm you have her on speed dial. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I was watching it with my little headphones on at my desk, and I kept, I didn't even realize it, but I was just like, <gasps> and my desk neighbor was just like, are you okay over there? And I was like, Oh my gosh! Don't worry. I'm so sorry. I'm just watching Gossip Girl, and <laughs> she was just like dying laughing. And she was like, "I
1: love that you get paid for that." Yeah, you know, I w- I want that life. Perfect. How job, do I right? sign me up? That's. But I gotta say, as much as I loved this episode, there was a lot going on very forced. A lot of it was like, what? How? Yeah. What? That's not even, even close to believable. Yeah. Sometimes I can let my imagination take me and I can go along for the ride, but sometimes, I yeah. don't know. And you know what? I've been looking on iTunes and we've been getting a lot of comments there. And if you're not commenting, you should be. We need the iTunes comments by the way. Yes. Yay! We need your comments and we look at them so they really are helpful. But we've actually been getting a lot of really nice comments recently, which is great. But some of the comments are talking about not our after show, but the TV show and how it's getting just to be so ridiculous. Yeah,
2: I have to admit, you know, usually I kind of let myself just like fall into fantasy world when I'm watching Gossip Girl. But lately I feel like I've been getting mad at myself because I've been so cynical because the first thing that pops in my head on a lot of these scenes are like, oh, just like that or that would never happen or something like that. You know, that's just like 100%. a little bit of a negative way of thinking, but like you said, it's so forced and it's hard not to recognize some of those things that are just blatantly laid out there. Is it
1: because we're cycling through the same storylines because there's not that much drama in the world that could fill the show?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree, you know, it's been so many seasons and... We've we've mentioned that there's some we've gone through a lot of repetition. So
1: wait, I I have to ask Ronnie in the booth right now. Am I am I missing any? I'm plugging that right now. We've got to do the iTunes. What else? YouTube.
3: Uh, no, that's great. You mm-hmm. are doing good, and I, I like how you comment on the uh, you know connection and, and the listenership. We love that. I was going to tell you in a little bit, but I might as well tell you now about our Amazon affiliate oh, okay. program. It's basically, think of it like this. We uh, at AfterBuzz, we're stepping up. You know this, right? We are growing Studio A, Studio B, the whole deal. So in order to do that, that does cost a little bit of change, and we uh, just got a new affiliate program with Amazon. So if you're on Amazon and you're buying all kinds of products, whatever you buy anyway, we're not forcing you to you know, buy anything but if you do do it if you bing it uh, we want you to do it through AfterBuzzTV.com there's a banner on the top right side clicking that banner gives us a kickback so when you buy Roxy a gift make sure you do it that way instead of the old way and, and Jessica if you,
1: and Jess, if you want to right, address I'll a give truth. it to you so that's, that's the truth. truth it's <laughs> actually funny though because the other day I walked in on my roommate and she was buying something on Amazon and I was like stop stop she's like why and I'm like you have to go back and click it through AfterBuzz she was like okay I will <laughs> what Okay, hopefully, hopefully, you guys know you understand. We're just looking to you. It costs you guys nothing, and we're looking to make well, more and extra then money some here. of the we some of the
3: iTunes comments were very much like, "Oh, we we love to support you. How do we further support you?" And it's like this is a cool way. Like if you're on the internet anyway, and you're yeah. already buying stuff, you're buying a pair of shoes. Just do it through that way, and it helps us out. So we and continue to thrive here. You know, we
2: love our Gossip Girl fans, and this is just like a really cool way with iTunes, also just to interact with us. Like we love. Reading your comments on iTunes, we love corresponding, writing back, doing whatever we can. It keeps us all engaged together for the week that we have to wait for the next Gossip Girl episode.
1: Exactly. So, okay, people are like, you guys are five minutes in. We love Gossip Girl. We want to hear about Gossip Girl. Let's start talking. And instead of saving them for last this week, I'm bringing them up first. The big, the dare, the Blair-Dan combination. This is... (laughs) I cannot believe Dan kept his cool the way he freaking did in this episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was such a good boyfriend. He was so loving. He was so calm-headed. Oh, and Blair was a crazy
2: bitch. Yeah. Blair gets so self-involved, and I know that's not anything new. But oh, my God. But it's just, like, a little frustrating, you know, when things like this happen, and this was, like a big moment for Dan and this was a time where she needed really to be supportive of him and she's always just worried about that one person
1: herself. Right. Exactly. And to explain the situation a little bit she's opening up a magazine and she sees in the magazine that he is a highbrow and she is lowbrow of the week because Mm -hmm. she was married for less time than Kim Kardashian and and he has this new book and is being honored or might potentially be honored, Mm -hmm. given some award. The Young Lion, I think it yeah. was called. So he's right now on top, and she cannot deal with this. And she makes a point. She says, you know what? I took a back seat to Chuck. I was Louis's shadow, always in Louis's shadow, and I'm not going to do that with you. I'm not. But somebody who says that is actually putting themselves in that position. And like he says, if you could only see what I see, how amazing you truly are. Mm-hmm. She's always so self-conscious and, and thinking about what everybody else is thinking about her that, He says to her, you forgot who you are.
2: Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, after the whole Louis fiasco, how could she expect people not to be talking about it, especially as you know, quote unquote, high profile, she usually is, of course, people are going to talk about it. And of course, it's going to be the buzz of the day or the week or the month or whatever. But at the end of the day, she should be happy that she was able to get out of it as quickly as she was able to. And she's able to move on. And that's all she should be focusing on. It shouldn't matter if she's highbrow or lowbrow. Right. It's just a stupid newspaper magazine article. So how are we feeling about them as a couple in general right now? Or are we still into it? I mean, I feel like there's just going to be a lot more of these kind of situations for them because they're so different and they both have totally different approaches to things. So there's always going to be something that Blair's freaking out about, and overanalyzing about. And there's always going to be something that Dan just doesn't care that much about. Like, just like last week's episode with the whole, like, different worlds thing, you know? And I think eventually it's probably going to take a toll on their relationship. You think
1: that will be the end of it? Because, you know, there's... Peanut butter and jelly opposites attract theory and then there's also enough is enough and if you're too different from each other
2: you can't be together Well, I think that, you know, because when Dan dated Serena, like, obviously Serena and Dan were very different. You gotta stop with that. No, I'm just saying, just referencing, (laughs) Dan adjusted to the world, so I don't think it's the difference of the two worlds. I think that Blair just always takes it to that next level, Mm -hmm. and like you said, I think Dan is just way too calm-headed and simple to deal with that. So was Chuck better at
1: dealing with that? And I'm not just saying that because I love Chuck and Blair. I'm asking you was he better was he a better match for her in that sense yes
2: i do think so okay what about louis no i hate louis ew
1: and that's <laughs> and how that's you it. see that yes okay <laughs> no so we think that this might be the downfall of their relationship I say we because I really don't know right now, so I'm just going off your opinion because honestly, I can't tell. They seem to really make up really quickly, and she seems to really care about him, and he seems to really be the only one right now who can make her be more level-headed and bring her back to Earth. But at the same time, how long can he do that for? How many more outbursts are we going to see? How many more times can Blair lose sight of who she is?
2: Yeah, I see that story
1: over and over. And that's what I mean when I'm saying we're cycling through, we're cycling Mm -hmm. through.
2: I agree. It seems that they really like each other and they're like they're really into each other. And at the end of every episode, after every little tiff that they have, they kiss and make up. But at the also, you know, like some people say, sometimes love isn't enough. I don't know. Wah, wah. And wah, in wah. in our next situation, we've got
1: Lola, and maybe love isn't enough either here. Maybe it is. Maybe she's a sister. Maybe she's a cousin. Oh my god, I'm getting <laughs> confused. It's like sensory overload. I don't know what's going on. We've got Lola and and Serena's dad who comes out and says that he's her father, and then Serena's on the phone and you gotta explain the situation so that everybody is on the same page right now. Oh my gosh.
2: There's I know, so I'm putting a lot on. on you right
1: now. This is a lot
2: of pressure. <laughs> so, first off, I really think that William's up to something, because it was just kind of so out of the blue that he just decided he wanted to meet Lola all of a sudden. Like, right. Like, he didn't discuss it with anyone. I mean, obviously, we saw the exchange with him and Carol weeks ago, but... They both left us under the impression that he didn't want that information to get out. And so right. all of a sudden, he decides that he does want that information to get out. And Serena... But only to... Only to Lola. He to wants Lola. to tell Lola, and then they want to keep it to themselves. So they meet in private. Serena calls him, as they happen to be having breakfast together, and invites him to this dinner that her mom wants to have, a big family dinner. and Because he, she wants the press to think, to think- that everything's okay in their family right. because okay. rumors have gotten out that you know that their family is divided that her and rufus are living apart that this whole inheritance thing has just come between everyone and right. they're just a mess so she hires a reporter to come to dinner so he could see that they're just a perfect happy family Serena right. calls her dad wanting to invite him her dad lies to her and says that he can't make it to new york on such short notice Because he's out of town. Because he's out of town. And then Serena walks past a restaurant, and there he is having breakfast with Lola. And then
1: we have a shot to Lola, and him telling Lola, or Lola saying, I can't believe you're my father. Yeah. So we know he told her.
2: I can't believe they've lied to me all these years.
1: But the two of them decide together not to tell anybody else that. Or at least not to tell Lily and Serena that that's the situation at the time. Right. But then the next thing we know, Serena bumps into her dad. And William says, I'm sorry I lied to you. I wanted to talk to my niece because she seemed confused about this whole situation. Serena says, that's okay. And then Lola, meanwhile, is talking to Nate. And tells Nate that she was having breakfast with her father. Leaving out her father's name. So finally, when Serena and Nate meet... And Nate Nate says Lola was having breakfast with her father, and Serena realizes she was having breakfast with my dad. Dad. But this was the moment for me that was like the least realistic thing of all time. We see her make these connections. She finally comes to Lily, and Serena's like, You're, oh my God, like straight face, your husband was cheating on you, and Lola's my sister. Monotone straight faced. I was like what? what? We've been waiting for this moment for weeks. How about oh my god, is my yeah. Where's like, the reaction? I would l- I would so much rather overact this moment, kill it, put teardrops in your eyes, squeeze yeah. things, go like this, whatever you have to do, get those tears going. Get down on your knees, start sobbing. I have a scene on stage like you can't even know what to do. Like that. That's our actor. And, yeah. <laughs> and I am an acting and major, scene. thank you. And scene. <laughs> No, but seriously, what the hell was that? I think I was
2: more caught up about the the scene than Serena was.
1: Actually, though, and we've been waiting so long, and it's it reminded me of the moment where people finally found out that Ivy Charlie wasn't actually Charlie; mm-hmm. she was really Ivy. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's right. There you got it.
1: And everybody was like, "Oh,", oh wah. and it was yeah. like, wah, wah drop the ball completely this is a moment we've all been waiting for and there was nothing yeah and lily was calm
2: well even yeah exactly lily of all people was just like and i get it that you know william That behavior for William probably isn't the most surprising because they've had a tumultuous relationship. With her sister? But yeah. Come on. Lily was just like, it's okay, honey. Put a smile on. Everything's going to be fine. Don't say anything. But meanwhile, Lily's
1: cooking up a plan. Yes. But this I'm really starting to get pissed off with Lily.
2: I love
1: Kelly Rutherford. I love Lily. I love the way she plays her. I love the character. But oh my gosh, you can't just be so stoic the entire time. You can't just show nothing, have no but feelings. But there are
2: people like that
1: who No, that's don't the way the character's emotions, written. So that's, yeah. She's that's doing, she's the pointing. actress is doing an amazing job, has nothing to do with that. It's just, I'm saying, come on, give me a little, little more depth to mm-hmm. this character. We can't. How can she never crack? She never cracks. I'm like, dear God, woman. But I think it's so
2: spot on when we've compared Lily to kind of like the grown up version of Blair because they're so much more concerned with their outer appearance and how they come off to other people than they are about, you know, being true to themselves and really. Lily is
1: a true celebrity. Yeah. She's a member of the royal family. I mean, she's not actually, but that's the way she acts. So poised all the time. She just pulls herself together, even in the worst situations. If somebody told me that my ex-husband had a, not only cheated on me with my sister, but had a, but had a child with my sister, I, do not tell me you wouldn't shed a tear, throw a vase, punch him in the nuts. Like, <laughs> come on. There's There's different degrees of angry, but just saying... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Don't say anything. Just put, put a smile, smile on. on and let's have dinner now.
1: Family style, baby. Yeah. I was like, come on. But there are people out there like this. There are. But it's so sure. sad. She's got to break one day, right? Someday are we going to see that? We have to
2: see her crack. Maybe she'll crack with all this Rufus stuff going I-, on. I was going to
1: say, can we talk about her and Rufus? I mean, how devastating is this? Yeah. They're like the couple that we never thought the could make it, and couple. then they did, and they're from different worlds, and and everybody looks up to
2: them, and or at least I do, and I'm like, wow, it really can work, and love conquers all. I know. Rufus has been by her side through everything from the house arrest to, you know, her mom's death. and, and To her
1: husband's passing away yeah, and exactly. divorce. And he's always been there. And honestly, it's just kind of looking like what's going to tear them apart.
2: And I'm not feeling the way that she is reacting to Rufus, I mean, it's so obvious that Rufus is really bothered by this, that he's really hurt. And regardless of if she agrees or not, like maybe she's just stubborn. Like I'm a stubborn person, I totally get it. But she's like, like we just said, she's so stoic. Like she's not like, okay, let's talk about this. You know, let me explain to you why I feel this way, or you explain to me. And but she, she does keeps, go to his apartment. She does. Yeah, but she's she trying keeps a little bit, resorting back to the fact that everything is hers like it's her house it's her money oh my god that line where she said where, where else are you
1: gonna find another Upper East Sider to take care of you exactly and I was like ooh low what? blow
2: I know I, I could not believe it. and I love Lily like usually I'm a huge fan But after she said that, and then last week when when she made a reference about the same thing about the house and everything being hers, or with her money, I'm like, Lily, come on! Wrong move! Wrong move! And
1: that's bad, but I will say I really like Dan's comment when he said to Rufus, he was like, listen, you told me this is a partnership. If she's coming towards you, you got to meet her halfway, and that's true. And he wasn't trying, but then I really feel like he was. She lies to him about dinner. She, she just doesn't know how to be honest.
2: Well, she's lying to him because she knows it would just make him more mad. Not only would so. it make him more
1: mad, but I'm sure he would have blown her blown cover. Yeah, exactly. And then she would have been screwed and she wouldn't have been able to deal with that whole thing. Where So we see that she... Oh my God, Oh <laughs> In case you're not confused enough, we see that she goes to Charlie Ivy and says, I need your help. She wants to make a partnership. She wants to make a partnership.
2: Of all people, like she just screwed Charlie Ivy over. M- most likely, paid that nurse off to testify against Definitely her in court. Definitely paid the nurse off, and now she needs her help.
1: Right. So at the top what? of the episode, we see that it doesn't go through. That Charlie Ivy isn't going to get half the will because this nurse testified that the will was fake, and Lily is going to get half the money, and the other half is going to go to Carol, Carol Lily's sister who is just about the most annoying human being who ever walked the (laughs) face of the earth. Jesus. But anyway, that's what we see at the top of the episode. And then, throughout it, we see that Lily makes a phone call, and she says, Charlie Ivy, I need... (laughs) Just like that, hello, Charlie Ivy. No, she says, "Um, I need need this partnership. We don't really find out until the end why. And the reason is... Well, we don't
2: even know who she's calling at first.
1: Right, until she comes to the apartment. But we still don't know why she called. And then there's drum roll, please. <laughs> Carol gets arrested. Oh my gosh. Because Lily is so pissed about the whole sleeping around and just being a bad person and does everything. I everything, think it just like it boiled up
2: and just. Exploded,
1: but Lily still with a smile on her face. Sorry, yeah. Carol, you're going to jail.
2: And watching to make sure that the reporter is taking notes. Right, exactly. <laughs> I love that. So
1: the two cops come, and Charlie Ivy testifies, and because she gives up Carol's name, Carol is being charged with what exactly? Fraud, fraud, identity theft.
2: Yeah. Even and though- Charlie Ivy gets off the hook. She gets uh, right scotch free. Get out Yeah,
1: that's what she says. She gets out scotch free. But then we see not only does she get out scot-free. Lily writes her a check for a million dollars. But then, (laughs) in in case you, so first she's getting off free and then she gets a check for a million dollars. But what does she do with that check for a million dollars? She rips it up. In the elevator, she rips it up, which shows you my point. Multiple weeks ago, not a bad person, 100%. No, she because had she has her- something
2: else up her sleeve, and that's why she had a long sleeve shirt on. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Is that how kidding. it works? You can check that no. out. No sleeves. That must be a good person. But no that's sleeves. her way of staying in the picture. She's going to be back. I felt and she's bad gonna be causing her. some more I trouble. I felt
1: bad for her. All oh, she said, she looked up at Lily with her little puppy dog eyes and said, "Can I be part of the family?" She's Lily? not part
2: of the family. She's not related to them. She needs I to get leave. That. Okay, you're go back heartless. to her life in L.A. and do her thing. She's originally from Oregon. Then go to Oregon. Duh. <laughs> I I just feel bad. You don't feel bad at all. No, not after everything she's done.
1: I just don't see. Like we're the Lily and Rufus right now. <laughs> I feel bad and that's why rufus was paying for her hotel room and i get it and i wouldn't do that far but i wouldn't go as far
2: as lily to make her live on the street i would feel bad for her if she didn't try to be spiteful and by like kicking lily out of the house and being like this is mine now and blah blah, blah maybe then if she was like sweet throughout then maybe i would feel bad but she's definitely had her ups and downs of like a little bit of bipolarness like one day she's like bitchy Charlie Ivy and the next day she's like I just want to be a part of the family and I love you guys so much so it's like pick a side and stick with it okay but
1: ugh, this is frustrating because I, I I don't know I mean I guess you're right and when I think about it like that and if it was me personally but this poor girl she's so young
2: she's hard to believe when she keeps switching and clearly, changing her mind
1: clearly the actress is a sweet girl because otherwise they would have kicked her off the show ages ago because yeah. honestly what is she still doing on the show yeah. Why Why is she still still here? (laughs) No, but seriously, she must be great to work with. They keep writing her character on. She comes back at the most random times during the episode, and I'm like, she must be a great girl. So I think I see that coming into her character because honestly, answer the question, like not even rhetorically, why is she still here? They have to keep her on
2: because otherwise, if they... Just had the original cast member sticking there, there would, there would be no more storylines.
1: I guess that's true. I guess. But finally, we see this culminate in William going to talk to Carol and getting her to sign over her half of the money. Because William convinces her that he's going to support Lola with it. Mm-hmm. However, William actually was getting the money to give to Lily. And sign because over Lily Carol's says, And sign over Carol's house because, half because Lily says it's the only way he can make up for cheating on her all those years ago. But actually, and yes, you've heard me say that a couple times because it's all over the place. We see at the very end, instead of going to Lily's apartment, he says, JFK Airport, please, driver. Well,
2: that's because he says, you promise you're going to take care of Lola, right? And Lily gives him kind of a half-assed response. And then he he's said, like... Actually. He says,
1: why don't I believe you? Yeah, And she says, I'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah, And then he detours to JFK.
3: You know who I believe? I believe our great listeners. And I, I think I might have a, a fun one for you guys if, if I could put that through real quick.
1: Good transition, <laughs>
3: Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, After Buzz.
1: Hi. Hey, hey,
2: Susie. Susie. Susanne.
1: Okay, Susie, this episode was action-packed. Opinion overall, just starting off, what are you thinking?
4: I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I, I have I have multiple opinions. I started dialing, or I, I called right when Roxy. You were like, "What is Ivy still doing here?" <laughs> I that's something I, I I wanted to say. Like, I don't Amen. understand what is she still doing there. But um, no, but so seriously, that's when I started calling. So.
2: I agree.
1: Are you feeling bad for her at all? Or are you cold-hearted like Jessica
4: over here?
2: I'm not cold-hearted. I just know the truth.
4: <laughs> I mean, with the Ivy situation, I might be a little more on Jessica's side. because, like, I just don't, don't understand. Like, she's not a part of the family. Like, she yeah. got paid. But, I get it. But, I get as it. Far as, as, but as far as Lily and Rufus goes, I understand like why Rufus tried to... Like why well, Rufus paid for a hotel room, but because he was just trying to be nice. But I still, and I don't know. Like I don't know what they're gonna do with her for the rest of the season. I don't get it. I, I'm curious to see what they do. So
1: how are we yeah, feeling about the Lola situation and her trying to be buddy buddy with Serena? Kind of. Yeah.
4: How do I feel about that? Yeah. yeah. Do you,
1: are we liking her? Or is she kind of manipulative? Do we? Is Serena being the bitch?
2: No.
4: Yeah. Well, yes. I a little no. bit. I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Why well, can't Serena, like. I because... don't understand why Serena's being, yeah, such a bitch to her. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand where. Like, is she still mad at her over the whole knowing about Gossip Girl thing and, like, sending in the Chuck video about her mom or uh, Diana being Chuck's mom or whatever? Like, I don't. I don't. I and then mean,
2: they, I don't understand it. Anymore. In terms it's- of sympathy, Roxy, mm-hmm. I feel bad for Serena because she's just having a little bit of a jealousy like moment with her dad, and she explained the whole thing. You know, her dad hasn't yeah. been there for her her whole life, and all of a sudden he's like jumping to Lola's beck and call. So it's only natural that she might give Lola the cold shoulder for a little bit. But at the end of the day, you have to remember that Lola was the one that initially gave Serena the cold shoulder with the whole i don't want to be a part of your world thing and lola was really rude to serena at first
1: right but i honestly think it stems back to the fact that serena doesn't know how to share she doesn't want to share her dad when she only has a little bit of him anyway and she doesn't want anybody else to it's like a little two-year-old he was like give me back my toy give me back my toy it's not a toy it's your father and it's also her father yes serena you went without your father for your entire life you know how hard you worked to find him Lola did the same freaking thing and she couldn't find her father. That sucks.
2: Yes, and I would say like, Sympathy if it were like her. a year later and she were still acting like that, then I'd be like, what the hell? But I think that's a totally logical initial reaction for Serena. But even
1: before she knew about William being her father, she was so jealous and being such a bitch about the it girl thing. And... and was Gossip Girl and was not... T- it's her cousin, she thought at the time. So that's true. So family comes first, and I get it, and I do feel kind of bad because she's clearly a very self-conscious girl. She's not confident enough to not be jealous of Lola being the it girl at the time. But come on, grow up.
2: But she started this episode out wanting to make amends with Lola, and that's when she went looking for her. Okay. And I think it's weird that Chase or um, Nate is always like the person that leaks this information. Like, he's always kind of like, his character's been a well, little a spectator, but Rana. it's just so weird, like, how it just comes out like, oh, it's a good thing you're looking for Lola, because she's having a hard day. <laughs> and, you know, everything spills out.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't mean to. He's good. Know, he's a I good know. guy. Wait, but talking about Nate for a second, we've got this whole Nate-Diana situation going on.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. <laughs> this was a situation where I was like, come on. Like, Diana finds Nate in her room snooping around, and he's like, well, I just, you know, thought about your phone call. And she doesn't even question it. I need to
1: stop you. I don't care. I don't care if I didn't believe it. I don't care if it was so far-fetched that it nobody could fathom all I care is that Chase Crawford took his shirt off yes. and I loved it he I loved hot. every second of it he looked beautiful and that's all I care that's about okay truth. so don't don't you yuck my yum <laughs> don't hate on my moment because that was the best moment of the entire episode oh my god <laughs> are you
4: kidding me <laughs> Susie help me out here I agree He's so I agree. on. He is. Since there was no Chuck and Blair in this episode, right. then Space is the next person. When he started You can't un- be
2: two-timing here, though, Roxy. It's either I- Chuck or Nate. Okay, well, it's Chuck. But there was no <laughs>
1: Chuck this episode. That was sexy Chuck. When Nate started unbuttoning his shirt, although I will say, he has kind of, kind of a weird posture. Like, he, he very much arches his back. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm scared he you're going to break. Like, yeah, like, push muscles, out his pecs. Muscles, like- I know. But he looked good. And... <laughs> Damn you Elizabeth Hurley if I can look like you when At I grow when I yeah. Oh my god Amazing. you are beautiful and this uh, like can I be a real life
2: couple now? No. Why? Because I'm just going to think of Diana and Nate. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And I don't like Diana. So Does,
1: What let's we have to dissect the situation and it's really difficult. So let's start, we'll go character by character with with this Diana Who is she, and why is she here? Does she like Nate? The questions are, does she like Nate actually? No. Is she, okay, I'll I'll go one by one. Does she like Nate actually? Jessica? No. Susie? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell yet, but I
4: I think so. I don't know why. I don't think that she's not attracted to Nate,
2: but I don't think that she just, like, genuinely wants to have a relationship with him. I think that there's something about it that will help her out and okay. help bring it closer to whatever her goal is.
1: I think she can't help uh, have some feelings for him, but it's not the primary reason yeah, she's here.
2: Exactly.
1: Number two, is she Chuck's
2: mother? <laughs> Who knows now?
1: W- what no. do you think? No.
2: No, I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either. But if she's not, then that leaves question number three. If she's not Chuck's mother and she's not back for Nate, why the hell are you here?
2: And why is Jack funding her?
1: Right. What's going on here? Does anybody have any sort of idea? Because I am boggled. My mind is Me too. Away. I so, was so confused at that part
4: that I was like, wait, why? I think by I, boggled, yeah, I'm I am baffled. I didn't, I didn't understand. I'm boggled. Maybe we should break like, it down game, a little boggle. bit
2: more for our listeners. So let's start from okay. the beginning.
1: Because you mean what you mean to say is, I am not doing an adequate job because my mind is all over the <laughs> place. Because your so mind is boggled. I need you, because I am boggled. <laughs> I need you to take over right now. And not just to our listeners, but I'm sure Susie's a little confused because I know I
2: am so confused. You need to break this down for me. Please. Okay. One, two, three, go. So... <laughs> Nate finds out, he gets a hunch that Diana is up to something that, you know, he's wondering who's backing Diana now that his grandpa isn't. Right. And so he's on a mission to find out. Where the money is coming from. Exactly. And he wants to, once he finds out, he tells Chuck that once he finds out, he wants to see if maybe they will be able to back him solely rather than through Diana.
1: So And he wants to buy Diana out because it's awkward because Diana is
2: supposedly Chuck's mother. Yes. Okay. And he doesn't want to sleep with his best friend's mother anymore. And so then he's on a mission to find out. He hires um, a private investigator, the guy that usually does all of Chuck's stuff for him, to start looking into things. Andrew, yes. So then... It's my (laughs) ex-boyfriend's name, so I remember it. He's like, (laughs) like, that's so random. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Nate basically breaks into Diana's apartment, starts digging through her stuff, because the private investigator tells him that the history of Diana Payne only goes back to three years ago. And before that, there's no history whatsoever of her. So he starts going through her stuff, snooping around, seeing whatever he could find, and Eventually, in her underwear drawer, he finds some kind of planner, journal, wallet. Some red notebook. Yeah, some kind of notebook. I don't think he gets a, a, a long time to look at it because right then, Diana comes through and it's like, why are you looking through my stuff? And why did you break into my apartment?
1: Right. And he broke in. How He had help breaking in from somebody who used to work at the Empire. Yes.
2: But now works for Diana. And, well, now works at the hotel that she's staying at, I guess. Okay. So... I don't know. I thought that was kind of like random. weird tidbit to yeah. add. <laughs> okay. Um, so then Nate Nate's cover up is well, I uh, and he's standing so awkwardly, like I um you know, thought about your Phone call earlier where she propositioned him to start hooking up again because he said she said that she still has feelings for him and asked if he still has feelings for her and so then they end up hooking up again, um, hot, wild, passionate sex and um, oh uh, <laughs> As she goes to the bathroom, he pretends he gets a phone call from Chuck and Chuck is home wondering well, where he is. She goes to the bathroom
1: because he says, "Oh, we'll go grab a drink downstairs," right? Uh, to trick her so that. He could sneak out. Right. Okay.
2: And then he bounces. Okay. And she comes out of the bathroom and she's like, wait, what? And at that point, I felt like I was expecting her. I mean, she seems like a smart woman. So I was kind of expecting her to start going through the underwear drawer or kind of like retracing his steps where she found him to start seeing what was going on. So it was weird to me that she just stood there and was like, oh.
1: I, I understand why they're telling the story this way and they want to keep the audience in the dark so there's going to be some big secret revealed or something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get kind of sick of being in the dark. Yeah. You know, it's
2: like... Because well, everyone's keeping us in the dark. Every character.
1: Yeah, and I'm just like, what is... Um, I, I want to know something. Give me something. I I'll give me, I don't know. Something, yeah. right? Just a little bit. Just a little hey, bit. Just a little bit. So, okay, that's that. Then we have... Can, I I hate to do this to you, but what about the tattoo situation, the photograph? So
2: Nate finds a picture of Elizabeth, who we originally thought was Chuck's mom, when she was pregnant, which is kind of awkward because we were all told that she couldn't get pregnant, and that's why Diana was paid off to get pregnant, or not get pregnant, but to... And we have have to
1: keep in mind that Chuck's father had a photograph of Diana in his drawer. In his
2: file. Yeah. So somehow they know each other. Yeah. So then this picture of Elizabeth pregnant has a man's arm in it with a tattoo. And Chuck knows right away that that's not his dad's arm. He pulls out a picture of him and Jack, and it's the same exact tattoo that Jack has. So it's clearly jack's arm and now we're thinking what if jack is chuck's dad so
1: now not only do we not know who chuck's mother is but we also do not know who chuck's father is exactly so
2: chuck is an orphan
1: so yes exactly Susie, thoughts on who the mom is who the dad is we, we are, we're running a little long here so we have to go to commercial but i want to make sure we get your thoughts in before we cut there
4: Oh yeah, no problem. Um, well now yeah, now I think Jack is Chuck's dad, I guess. But I think now I think that Elizabeth is Chuck's mom. Like the mm-hmm. Elizabeth Fisher, the the old mom, is Chuck's yeah. actual mom. But yeah, Jack's yeah. the dad. I don't know I don't know. I'm so confused. But I'm so confused. Uh, I'm just sad that we didn't see a lot of Chuck this episode. Like I feel like Nate was like kind of doing Chuck's storyline. Yeah. Like, yes. some yes. stuff Chuck should be doing. Exactly. And it was
1: really weird. And also, at this point, if Jack is Chuck's dad, did he know? And then why has Jack tried to kill Chuck before and been such an asshole to yeah. him?
2: You know? And so, he's so, like, distant from Chuck. One
1: thing I, mean. I will say is we got a lot of questions, so they better have a lot of answers in the next couple episodes, exactly. because holy crap.
4: Uh, we promo are just for the I I have to say, oh, oh what my happened? god. Did you see saw the promo, the little part with um Can you
2: tell us about it because of us coming saw. down the stairs
4: being Diana and Chuck is there and he just like smiles and I can't wait to see wait, it. Wait, wait, hold wait. on,
1: Susie. So, we didn't get to see it because we watch online. So you we tell us what happened oh, on the, yeah. basically oh, we, so, Sorry, they, Ronnie, I'm
4: trying. <laughs> we're good. They, we're good. um, or, um uh, Blair or no Chuck and like uh, Nate need Blair's help about figuring out like about Diana and stuff and then um, and so because she's queen Blair, schemer so yeah Blair's like if you if you um, want to find out about Di- find out about Diana Payne you need to become Diana Payne and she like comes down the stairs and Chuck and Nate are there and Chuck is like smiling and he starts laughing and it's and that's really cute. But I mean, that's
2: how does she become that Diana? That's me. weird. Okay. Interesting. Okay.
1: So we got that to look forward to. Susie, anything else before we cut to commercial?
4: Um just yeah, just that I didn't like Blair this episode. I, I think it was a new all time low. I yeah. know you mentioned it in the beginning this time, but it was a new all time low and that I didn't like it. I don't know. I'm just ready for them to break up. And, and that's uh, sad. Yeah. I don't
1: like not liking Lily. I don't like not liking Blair. I want to love these main characters. And it's hard when you don't. And even saying it out loud, it's like it's hard to admit yeah. it to yourself then you say it out loud. Oh. And then
4: I can't even do it anymore. <laughs> I'm in denial. Exactly. Okay, Susie. Exactly. Well, I can't wait for next week. And thank you guys, me too. as always. And thank I you always for calling. You.
2: You're great. Thank you, Susie. We've had so many ah. jinxes tonight. Yeah, we
1: have. We keep we're we're on the same <laughs> page, but so we're on, on different page. pages because we have different opinions on the frickin' show tonight, clearly. Okay, before we get shot in here, we have to cut to commercial, but we will be back because we've got some news and gossip for you, and then we can talk about the previews and predictions we have.
0: Predictions. So
1: we'll be back.
0: After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. Oh, no. What do you want to buzz I didn't even about?
1: realize this was on my side. Oh, gosh. There you go. When Jessica doesn't read, you guys better cover your ears. Okay, no. let's see. Well, there's not too much this week, so let's see if I can pull this together. Put on my newscaster. You Lawrence. go, girl. Okay. Hollywood glamour pair Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds have bought a house together. Ooh. The pair who first started dating late last year after appearing in the film Green Lantern Bought a beautiful country home in Bedford, New York. According to People Magazine, the house cost more than two million dollars.
2: Dollar dollar bills, y'all. What do we think? They're getting pretty serious. Step. That's a huge, huge deal. I, I mean, I at just least think, think it's, it's pulling their own weight in the relationship. Totally, totally. But I just don't understand how people in Hollywood move on so quickly after you know serious relationships and serious divorces I just don't you know, get it you know
1: I was talking about that too but sometimes I just think it's something about being a co-star with somebody because obviously I'm not at that level even <laughs> close but when I'm doing scenes with people and you have passionate intimate scenes you just kind of get carried away sometimes yeah you know yeah. and hopefully I never get that carried away and yeah. maybe it's real who, who knows but I think that's why relationships come and go so quickly especially yeah. between they
3: they also probably move on fast because we don't get that public announcement like they've probably been you know maybe not together for some time and then the announcement comes so you know you've sort of had time within the relationship to kind of get it, get it that's together. That's true. Yeah. Um, also I think this is Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively Yeah. Yep. I think they were getting cozy last week at Casa Vega or even a couple days ago is, is from one of our after buzzers kind of had a Ooh. Ooh moment about that. Inside yeah. scoop. Even, even singing over there, too. That's so.
1: exclusive. Yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Moving on to Penn Badgley, who is with girlfriend Zoe Kravitz as they roam the fields with some friends during the second day of the 2012 Coachella Music Festival, second weekend on Saturday in Indio, California. What a bummer. I was there the first weekend. I, I wish them. I saw them. Um, Honestly, though, if you haven't checked it out, go check out pictures of them because Penn Badgley. No, no, no. Penn Badgley is pulling the Jesus Christ beard and and hair look right now. Don't tell me that. He looks like he hasn't shaved in a year. So and it's all scruffy and. Not to hate on my man Jesus, but it's not a good <laughs> look
2: for a pen, so Yeah. I don't know. Ew, I, like think of like Zoe having to kiss that.
1: I know, day. I know. It's I don't just, understand. I've got a friend right now with like a fat mustache and I'm like Really? How do you get girl? It's itchy. <laughs> I know. I say itchy, scratchy, itchy. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So making a casual landing to the land down under, Chase Crawford was spotted arriving in Sydney, Australia on Saturday, April 21st. The Australian sighting comes just as Crawford is eagerly waiting his re- release of his newest film, what to Expect When You're Expecting, in which he co-stars alongside Jennifer Lopez, Cameron Diaz, and the Kirk Jones-directed movie is based on New York Times best-selling book by Heidi Murkoff, which follows five couples in the ups and downs they encounter as they embark on their new lives as parents. The romantic comedy is set to hit theaters May 18th, which is my brother's birthday.
2: Oh, I really want to see that movie. It looks cute.
1: Uh, yeah, so he was in. So two things are completely unrelated. He was in Australia doing something for Pepsi, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his movie's coming out. We'll obviously support him.
2: Tons of promos for that movie. Lots of promotion. And in
1: case you are driving by and see a billboard that says C. Crawford, no, we are not talking about it's Cindy. Not Cindy. We are talking about our boy Chase.
2: I made the mistake of thinking it was Cindy. I wasn't
1: going to throw you under the bus there, <laughs> but if you're going to throw yourself
2: under, I'll laugh right alongside. Until just now when Roxy enlightened <laughs> me that it was Chase Crawford. In fact, and not Cindy Crawford, which makes sense. That so, makes a little bit of sense because I can't remember the last time that Cindy Crawford starred in a major movie. That that
1: is true. <laughs> but you know what? They seem to be on the download this week, all the actors, because that is your news and gossip for this week. That was so good, Roxy. <laughs> I read. I actually. i new so it It's amazing. <laughs> My college education You're is learning. doing me good work. <laughs> Doing well, if I'm doing USC well, I know. Puts,
2: does well for you,
1: exactly. Okay, so predictions. Susie gave us a little bit of news about what's happening next week with the Chuck and Nate. They need Blair's help. We got that whole situation. Other than that, this week was so freaking confusing as it is. I don't even know how I could predict what's going on next week. What do you got for me?
2: I mean, you know what. I don't think this is the last of the confusing episodes. I think you mentioned that there's, what, three or four episodes left of the season. And I think that they're just going to keep on packing it in. Because especially, like we said earlier, we have so many questions. And all of those questions have to get answered within the next three weeks. So Here's what I will say. If you are
1: going to try to make me love Dan and Blair, and by you I don't mean you, by you I mean them, Mm -hmm. then you cannot spend episodes with Blair and Chuck together. Yeah. The only way to make me forget about Blair and Chuck is by not putting them in the same scene. So if next week we are seeing them together and she's the
2: mastermind and working for him, I know I'm going to have a problem with that. Well, that's the case. I don't think you're supposed to forget about Chuck and Blair. So that's the point. That's the point. That's exactly, they know exactly what they're doing. They don't want their fans to get too caught up with this Bland and Dare. Thing. Blah.
1: The, Dan and the, Blair thing. Bland and Dan. The Dan and okay. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep. I'm with you on that. So Any any uh, thoughts on Chuck's mom, dad, the future of this. Situation? I mean the poor guy,
2: I just want him to figure it out.
1: I know. At least he should know who one of his parents <laughs> is. Yeah, seriously. Maybe his father never even died. That could have been his
2: uncle. And yeah. maybe he has two parents out there. He goes from having zero parents to two to one to what? I'll say I would rather have Elizabeth I'm sorry, I'd rather have Diana be his mom than Jack be his dad.
1: Okay, okay. And on those words of wisdom, in case I want to tweet at you saying, you're wrong, I disagree, or, oh my God, you're the most incredible person in the world, and I totally
2: agree with everything you say. I right, am Jessica King, you're so amazing. And at I am Jessica King. Okay, and a little love into the booth. Where can we reach you if we want to talk about any of these After Afterbus shows?
3: Uh, you can find me at Ronnie Jr. Media. Very simple.
1: Awesome, and I am at Roxy Stryer. And until next week, we'll be anxiously waiting for our favorite show on the air. Gossip
0: That's Girl. girl. Till then, XOXO. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye.
2: See you later. XOXO.